Hey, hey, everyone. It is JNA from the Let's Get Loud podcast with your hosts, JNA. Hello. Got all my liquids ready. Awesome. I love it. Uh, I ran out, ran out of coffee. Uh, go heat up that how, one teaspoon. How dare I? How dare I? Um, listen, I forgot to tell you Noah's going to school today. Oh, it's like, his... like yeah, like a like a practice day. Yeah, so so cute, no? Is he excited? He's really excited. So he was counting down the days. Knows like obviously knows like what calendar day we are and counting. Yes. Like, of course, today is Wednesday, June seventh, and uh, you're picking me up at twelve thirty. And I'm like, absolutely, buddy. Um, staying there all afternoon, which obviously like I I love, but at the same time, like wow, three hours of my time. That's that's what you want this afternoon. Oh, oh my gosh, you were hilarious. Well, I mean, I need to work, and um, Jeff is away, and he didn't even know that was happening. So I was like. Oh yeah. We're the default parent. Default parent. Like, absolutely. If we weren't around, they wouldn't even have a lunch. Uh, no, no, no. He's like, Oh, that's today. I'm like, yes. He's like, is it just you and him? I'm like, no, everyone that's going to school is going to be there. Like everyone that's going kindergarten. So they're going to like go in the bus. Cause he's going to take the bus. Um, yeah, no, they, it was, it was good. He's very excited. So I'm picking him up low in three hours from right now. Okay. Yeah. Tick, 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 tick. Let's get this done. Um, but no, he's ready. I'm ready. Everyone's friggin' ready. Um, yeah. I feel like it's, it's time. It's time. Yeah. I'm excited for him. Curious. Do you miss, uh, not baby days, but baby bodies? Like, um, exactly. Like, I don't think that you're like, I miss when they woke up or they're like, you know what I mean? Like not baby days, like having babies, but like some people see their grown kids and they miss the baby size. Do you miss that? Not really, but like, they're still like, I'll still like pick Piper up and just like take her, you 100%, know? Yes. But you know what I have been thinking about lately, or even Piper said mommy the other day. And I'm like, at one point they stopped saying mommy. Like they when does mom. that, yeah. Like when does that happen? And like, at what point can I not, do I not pick them up anymore? Cause like, I don't hug my mom. Like I hug my kids. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. I pick up Dia the same. And I'm like, we're going to be doing this till you're 16. Right. I actually said that yesterday. I do. So we're going to be doing this till you're 16. Right. You think I can still pick you up when you're 16? She's like, maybe like, she obviously doesn't understand that she won't want to jump in my arms when she's 16. Um, she needs a lot. She's very physical. Always, like always wants pick me up, do this, whatever. So I'm like, how long is this going to last? I remember sitting on my dad's lap until like 14, 15. Um, but I, I'm like that. And I was very close with my dad and like kissing him and like whatever. Um, but once we get boyfriends and once we like boyfriends are involved, like there's no more kissing your dad, you know? And like girlfriends, I mean, like Alfie still holds my hand. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet also has pubic hair. So yeah. Yeah. But he's still literally in public. We're walking and he grabs my hands. Yeah. Oh my God. They're so cute. I like that. I like that part. That's easy. That's like, you know what I mean? Like I look at Dia and I remember picking her up in her crib with her big blue eyes, just stinky, warm smell. You know, like I remember that from her. Noah is like a blur. Like Noah, like Noah just arrived and he's five and perfect. Let's like, let's keep going. Um, I don't remember him. I like, I feel like I definitely spent less time with him. Like I took like two weeks off and then my mom came over. I cried my eyes out every day. Yeah. Really questioned why I had another child for a lot. And also wasn't, wasn't there some issues with feeding with him? Yes. 
yeah, like massive, like projectile vomiting. And then he would lose weight. It was just like, not the same experience at all. So he went bottle feeding at like four months. Um, I don't know. I just like, I don't, I don't have the same memories as I do with Dia, but I just, I wasn't at the same space. I was younger. She was everything. Your weight loss was not what it is right now. I just like, wasn't the same person. But I think also it's your first, like, you know, it, it's just your first and you only have that one child. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like as soon as you, cause you know, the, the twins are for sure a blur. Um, and I just did things so different. And I was, I feel like I was the same person and I like had a year off, but I think it was just the amount of humans that needed me. Yes. 1 million percent. Yep. Yep. No, Listen, before we know it, someone's having babies and we're grandparents. I told Alfie, I said, he was so cute. Okay. We were holding hands, listening okay. to Ed Sheeran in the car. Okay. And I was like, this is our song, buddy. One day we're going to go to an Ed Sheeran concert. He's like, okay. And then I said, I don't know how, why this came up. Anyways, I said, are you, I want you to have a million children. And he was like, I'm going to have 10 and I'm going to be a millionaire. Alfie like really wants to be a millionaire. I'm like, okay, buddy. Okay. That's like that age, huh? Like from like eight to like, I want to say like 12, they want to be millionaires. And then when they hit 14, they realize that like they, they actually like get a job and they're making $15 an hour. You know what I mean? Yeah. The reality sits in. Yeah. That they're not going to be YouTubers. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I think a lot of it is like the YouTube influence. So anyway, and I said, listen, I'm going to come over and I'm going to take care of your kids and you and your partner are going to go to Vegas. And he was like, he does this thing when he gets excited where he, he like giggles, he goes like, huh, huh, huh. and he did that. And I was like, I love that for you. Let's do that. <laughs> Dia has this tick. She does this with her hands. I wonder okay. how she's going to do this. She, she recognizes that she does that. She like, every time she gets excited, she is going to do that with her hands. I'll show you. She'll do it when we are together. She does not go one full day without doing it. Um, it's her way to express energy or take out energy. It's very interesting to me. I'm like, is she going to do that till she's 16? Like, just do this. Like, it's a very interesting to me watching her do that. Uh, Alfie has a tick too. Oh yeah. What does he do when he's concentrating? If he's like building Lego or writing, he goes like this. No way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We call it creepy hands. And like, we make fun of him to his face. Even the, <laughs> his sisters will be like, Alfie. Oh my God. I do this to make fun of her. I'm like, what's happening? She's like, I should pull. I just need to do it. Oh my God. That's funny. Creepy hands. <laughs> Oh my God. They're so weird. I know. Oh my goodness. This motherhood game is no joke. No, no joke. Not at all. Actually. No joke. And you know what? I'm so proud of us. Honestly, I have moments of like, um, you know, especially I teach spin full of women that are there and that's like taking minutes of their day. Yeah. And, and I'm like, I know that some of you have children. I know that some of you don't, you know, but like you needed to like figure shit out to be here. And as women, and, and that's why let's get loud, like really gets to me. I, I really truly feel that the world needs more women to get louder. I think that'll make a happier world. If women get, get louder about like them, like what they want, you know, absolutely, you know, and, yeah. and like, it's the first step to prioritizing yourself. Like the first step for you to go to your spin class is you to get loud about it and say to your partner or whoever is going to help you and say like, I, I need this. This is important to me. Yeah. And then you go like a lot of like, I love that you're acknowledging that because 
for women to leave their families often is like difficult. It's difficult. And I recognize that not everyone does that. And and not, I don't want to say not everyone needs that. Maybe they don't recognize any, that, that they need that all good. Like, remember that uh, reel that I did about um, Noah being in my arms and it was like, you know, he cried before I left, but I still left because I want to show them that I am allowed to do things that I love as well and whatever. And like, I had one woman comment, like, no, you're like traumatizing your kids. All of your, like, this is really precious time, whatever. And I was like, wow, uh, leave my space, please. We're not on the same page. Um, also don't watch anything else that I say, because this is actually really nice about what I say about being a mom. Um, yeah, I just feel like that. And also not to feel like we're doing something wrong by saying like, I find this very difficult. This is a big deal. This is hard. I'm, and like, some people will be like, Oh, for me, I don't feel that way. That's fine. But it's also okay for me to feel that way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you're not better like, and I'm not worried. No, absolutely not. Like that societal pressure of um, that you should love every second and that you should give up all yourself. Like that's bullshit. Oh yeah. And it literally is. Yeah. Yeah. And like some people, it just motherhood is easier. Like it's giving yeah. up um, being selfless and being more m- maternal or. I think it's more like it's more a part of their identity like almost and like just because we have a vagina it's almost like that should be like my mom my mom being a mom is like her whole identity like that's like what she lives for that's what she lived for when we were little now it's what she lives for now it fills her bucket it's like literally like I she doesn't work she like made that like that is the her basically her only part of her identity is like serving others like yeah see that with her sister I see that with whatever whereas like there's other, like, there's other parts of my identity that really fill my bucket. Like whether it's like business or like, you know, that I have other things that I want to accomplish and like, but it doesn't make me less, you know, it's just, it's just different. That's all. Just different. We just need to have common space for people. Yes. Um, but motherhood kind of leads into today's obstacle. Right. Oh my God. So true. (laughs) Yeah. Stress, stress. So stress did come up, you guys, with uh, with some of our conversations with you, that stress is one of your obstacles, why weight loss maybe not does not feel accessible to you. And this one, I had to really prompt people to, because the actual physical level of stress does not add weight onto your body, right? So what Alicia means is being stressed, feeling stressed does not put fat on your body or keep fat. Like, I think it's really important that people understand that because it's like, oh, you're stressed. It's holding on to fat. Like your body's not working against you and holding on to fat because you're stressed at work or within your relationships or motherhood, right? Like that's not how it works. And we're saying this with love. Like it doesn't make you feel broken then, you know? And and for sure, you guys, if you are stressed, your cortisol levels go up and that can impact your hormones and the way your body's functioning. We're not um, saying that that does not happen, but if you are in a calorie deficit while being stressed, you will lose weight. And that's just an important thing to, to, to think about. I loved, uh, um, Jordan Syed actually did a post on stress and weight gain. And he was like, you guys are going to fucking hate me for this. I know I'm going to get some, you know, backlash because of this, but he's like, 
you do not gain fat because you are stressed. Like it's time, like stop, you are consuming more calories because you are stressed. It changes your habits. It changes your priorities. It changes your everything. He's like, but he's like, think of soldiers that are in captive. They're captive, captive, captive. captivity, captivity. And they like, their stress level is pretty high. They might get murdered, you know, and they're fucking losing weight while they're being in captive because they're in captivity because they're not eating. So stress, like tons of people are also losing weight because they're stressed. Exactly. So that's why it's so important to kind of have an, a lens of like looking for proof of the opposite thing. Wow. She got so close to the camera there. So also again, that language, right? People are not losing weight because they're stressed. People are losing weight because their stress is impacting their habits and their priorities. And maybe they're not eating. And it's the same thing with stress is maybe causing weight gain. It's not stress that's causing weight gain. Stress is causing an impact on habits and priorities and you're eating more and you're gaining weight. So we're not putting morality on this. You guys, we're not telling you that you're bad. We're just saying, if you can really look at this from the lens of rational thoughts, it will serve you. That's the thing. I, I feel like what we're trying to do here at your weight loss is thoughts that serve you. Okay. Because like, there's so many things that like fussy eater, a thought that is not serving you, uh, all or nothing, a thought that is not serving you, you know, and, and just, if you're like always hiding behind stress and you're not unpacking it and you're not finding what is happening and also having that rational, well, it's making me eat differently. It's making me prioritize things differently. And that is why I'm, 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 uh, gaining weight it helps you find solutions. It's more rational. It's more like solution-based. It's just not living in, in the victim broken yeah. a, a moment, which is not fun. You guys, you feel helpless. And something I want to just touch on is that if you have extreme levels of stress in your life, a few things, number one, maybe it's not time for you to be focused on weight loss. Okay. So this happened to me, a conversation where it's like big message after big message after big message. And I see a lot is happening in this person's life. There's 17 children. There's situations with the husband. There's whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I think that maybe it's not the right time right now to prioritize a calorie deficit. (laughs) Like I truly believe, and, and James Smith said this in one of his uh, reels way back. He's like, there's one type of person that calorie deficit doesn't work for. And like, we all know that for every human being, you can lose weight with being a calorie deficit and it works for everyone. But he's like, and I was like, what is he trying to say? Cause I knew that he had like a kind of like a twist there. Someone whose life is just not set up because he's like, if you hate your partner, if you hate your job, if you blah, 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 you are not set up to come home and move your body and be reasonable or have a supper that like, you're not feeding that, that void, that what's missing. He said, it's very hard to not sit and drink your sorrows away and eat whatever your stress away when you are so stressed. Like, it's just what it is. You should be working on your stress. He said, working on your stress. And and again, like maybe it's not the right time for you to prioritize a calorie deficit, but guys, it is always the right time to prioritize you always. I'm sorry. I don't care what you're going through. And actually 
when you're going through a lot, it's even more important that you are finding the time to take time to take care of you. Yes. 1 million percent. And we finished the conversation that way. I'm like, you still deserve this. Like you still deserve this. I just can't say you're ready. Like, I can't say that you need to say that, you know? And I, she's like, I am ready. I want to prioritize myself, but, and I was like, I'm just going to leave it here. You know, you have access to prioritizing yourself and it would look like this. And I think when you're ready, you'll be like, I'm, I'm, I want, like, I want to prioritize myself through this mess, you know? And, and I truly believe that the mess of motherhood and, and fucking marriage is like, being in a relationship and not being in a relationship, like those two things are at like when you're not, when you're a single mom or you're separated, that is stressful shit. Okay. Add kids to that. I can just imagine, but also making a marriage work and be happy and all of that. That's fucking exhausting as well. So just knowing that like adulthood, like that's what I usually answer. I'm like, being an adult is not a joke, huh? <laughs> like, Wow. And and that's another layer too, is that really look at your stress from the lens of like, is this just like, kind of like life, you know, because we all have, yeah, yeah, like we all have stressors in our life. Um, you know, so it's like, okay, is it my job? Can I make a change? Like, and we all have different capacities that we find life, you know, mental capacities and life capacities, but really looking at things that are just like, actually these things that I'm listing that are really stressing me out are just regular life. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, how can I um, rationally? Okay. So let's go with tips then. What we, you know, what would be our tip for someone that's like, I stress eat or I um, am stressed. Just stress in general is an obstacle to weight loss. So what would be your tip? So if they're acknowledging, if they're labeling that they're stress eating, I would ask them to get really micro and identify the triggers to that stress eating. So is it, is it a particular stress coming from a particular area? Are you stress eating a certain food? Are you stress eating at a certain time? And if you feel like you have the mental capacity to work towards this right now, start to eliminate the triggers and that will are uh, uh, organically eliminate, not eliminate, reduce the stress eating. If you figure out how can I eliminate my triggers? Yeah, I like that. Or reduce, like you. Let's, let's reduce. I think nothing's ever eliminated. Um, ever. I like reduce. That makes sense to me. Um, for me, a tip of someone that's like I'm stressed. Like I have a lot of stress. I have this job. I'm busy. I whatever. Like just that. No, just like in that vibe in that space. For me, it's like, I think that it's time to take inventory of how you're spending your time. Often stress is like triggered by like, I don't have time. Like I don't, I feel overwhelmed, right? Stress is overwhelmed usually, but, and, and it could be, again, it's so complex, but like, let's say this is you and you're like, my stress is triggered by overwhelmness. Okay. I think it's important that you take inventory of how you're spending your time, where you're, what you're prioritizing, honestly, and where is this come? And, and the stress could be, no, it's this particular person at work that is a fucking dick and is causing stress. Then that's a different problem. That's a different intervention. But if it's literally like life is stressful, this is my list. You know what I mean? Um, I think that there's shit you're doing that does not need to be done every day. And there are things that you can definitely take off your plate that you are maybe just taking on because you have a vagina 
or because you think this is what's best or you think this is what you should. So just taking inventory with that and having those proper conversations with yourself. And honestly, a lot of the shit that we do, we take on ourselves. Like remember the year I made homemade wrapping paper and then I was stressed at Christmas time. What a perfect example. Like who put that on? It was me. I put that on myself. Yeah. And like tens of different kinds of like, uh, seven different kinds at minimal, minimal and like giving them to people you don't even like, you know what I mean? I'm kidding. I think Uh, I liked everyone. And I think you're sad that you don't get a tin. Uh, that was my next sentence. (laughs) Only I am very affected by the tin that I'm no longer getting. But now I make my, you know, at my birthday, that's when you bake me a cake. And then I get to um, take advantage of your cooking skills and your baking. What what kind of cake are you going to do this year? Are we doing chocolate? Are we doing carrot cake or red velvet? No, carrot cake all the way. No one does a carrot cake like you, my friend. Double frosting. Uh, Actually, Alicia's carrot cakes is my next business. Um, But I just truly feel like you guys, I I do think it's like when you're not sure where you're going to start cutting calories, you need to take inventory and skim off the top. And anything that doesn't, I like to take the path of least resistance. I think that if you're doing things that are only adding value to someone else's life, if you are only doing things for that adds value to someone else's life, okay, and you just take inventory of that, if it's your kids, if it your, it's your parents and you understand it's for them, there could also be maybe skimming off the top of that, okay? And you know what? You should be doing so many other things that are adding value to your life. And, and even, you know, even if you guys need to reduce something that is adding value to your children's life, it is what it is. It is you what it is. Are- like you are on the priority list, you are on the totem pole. And if you are giving so much of yourself to others, then you're actually not showing up for them the way you wish you were, but you think you're doing the, the best you can by giving them everything, yep. but you're not. The best version of you is the one that you're taking care of. Yes. Boom. Boom. Okay, everyone. So as always, you know, if you want to talk about, if you feel like you're ready to not attack your stress, but unpack it you know, learn more about it and get that. Cause I do feel like at your weight loss, you know, you get so much knowledge behind weight loss. You get that. And you're like, okay, this is knowledge. I want you to know that stress often also can come with lack of knowledge. You can be stressed about something. And if like, if you knew more about it, you wouldn't be as stressed. So that can definitely pay off here at your weight loss. But also if that piece that we give women uh, within our membership of confidence and control and empowerment, that is what is, that could be something that you could unpack and use within your, your, your life. And this could be you finally prioritizing you. Okay. So reach out to us and you're like, you know what? I listened to your podcast. I am someone that really feels always stressed. You deserve to not feel that way. Let us help you. Okay. Yeah. Is that good? Okay. So let's, let's finish with that. Good pep talk, you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.